Welcome back to another episode of the Wire to Wire podcast. Now, this episode is an interesting one, and I'd like to give some background context. So a representative on behalf of a gentleman by the name of Dr. T reached out to me about being a guest on the podcast. Now, before I responded, I looked into his work to learn more about him and what he does. So my initial reaction was that I was hesitant because a lot of the information was new to me. And with the current climate that we're living in and everything that's going on, there was hesitance on my part. And as I was thinking about it, I asked myself some questions. Is there anything wrong with just having a conversation? Isn't the purpose of a conversation to listen and hear a person out? So I agreed. And you know what? I'm glad that I did. We had an incredible conversation. I got to hear and listen to the perspective of someone else. And you guys can hear this conversation as well. Now, like I said on the episode last week, it was called Let's Have an Honest Conversation. There is nothing wrong with conversing with someone and hearing their perspective. This is how we can learn or grow or become a better person. It all depends on your intention, on what you want to get out of that interaction. We sometimes, as people, we like to go into conversations just to respond. But we have to try to combat that habit of ours. Let's go into conversations to listen and learn where we can, if we can. So I want to explain what this episode is and what it isn't. This episode isn't about COVID, vaccines, or anything about that. In fact, we don't discuss the pandemic or allude to it in any way. We do not discuss that topic at all. What this episode is, is a conversation between me, a podcast host, and a medical professional discussing health and wellness from their perspective, their understanding, and their experience. I'm just asking questions to understand their journey and listen to how they view health and wellness. You may or may not agree with things that you hear in this episode, and that is perfectly fine. You're just listening to a conversation. That's all. This episode is not meant to diagnose, treat, or provide medical advice. It does not provide guidance towards any specific medical condition, and it should not be treated as such. It's just a conversation with two people. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. So welcome to the Wire to Wire podcast. I'm joined by Dr. T. Thank you for being here with me today and being a part of the show. Thank you for having me, Yusuf. So just to begin, my look into you and some of the work that you do. So a general overview that I found is that you're a human engineer that specializes in the field of health and wellness. So if you want to take over from here and expand into what you do and how long you've been doing it for. Well, uh, I am a licensed chiropractor. Um, I will put that out there. So I am a doctor, but I kind of just took a wrong turn way back once I started school. I, <laughs> I shouldn't call it a long turn, but you know, I, I always imagined I was going to be like my father, who was a chiropractor, you know, doing adjusting and, and cracking bone, you know, for lack of a better word, doing the adjusting and cracking bones is what most people stereotypically talk about chiropractors. But early on, I just took a, I just got veered more towards the energetics of, uh, of health and healing. And just started discovering uh, amazing techniques. There's amazing uh, energetic techniques out there in the world. And I just took a lot, I just combined a lot of different things and slowly over time, just kind of developed this montage of, of things that I do. Um, and it just, um, it just, it's, it's extremely powerful. And I was working on a guy many years ago and I got done with him. I said, okay, I think, I think we're done for the, I think we're done for the hour. He kind of rolled over and he said, you're no chiropractor, you're a human engineer. And so the name has just kind of stuck with me. And that is, um, I'll just, I have so many tools uh, that I've, that I've, I've kind of pick and choose the best stuff from all the different various techniques and have combined it into um, this really powerful class that I teach now. And so that's what I'm really out here doing is promoting this class because um, I really, passing this on and having more and more people do this kind of work is, is what I've always, I always dreamed of doing. I just never, I just took so many years before it actually started happening. It really took a, a client of mine to really push me. And, and she would just, every time I'd see her, she'd be like, you gotta, you gotta make this into a packet. You gotta be able to teach this. You gotta be able to teach this. And so I have a lot of uh, appreciation and gratitude for Sharon. If you're ever out there hearing this, 
because she just pushed me to do to to get this class set up so we could start teaching people this, uh, all of these uh, various things that have been melded into something very palpable, something very easy easy to learn and easy to pass on. So that's kind of what that's kind of what I've been doing the last uh, about the last ten years is I've been focused on getting this thing together, and it's really kind of taken shape in the last two years. We've taught about sixty people on how to uh, do this stuff. And I'll get into more of that, what exactly it is that we're doing here in a second. But um, all that, uh, I, I just found out that they, they put, just put the testimonials up from the, from the last few classes up in the last week. And like you and I were talking before we started, I have no idea about internet. Uh, I don't even, I haven't even seen my website. I don't even know what goes on. I just, <laughs> I just am told what to do. So, um, but, I, but I heard it's, it's beautiful. There's a lot of really great testimonials from people who, uh, who took the class and are now helping people with this. It's, it's, it's a, just a true joy to be able to pass this uh, knowledge on. Yeah, so it sounds like um, you're definitely in the business of helping people and you have quite the experience in doing so. And one of the things that you did mention, you said that you've been doing this the past 10 years and it's, you've really been teaching in the past couple of years. So even like within the past couple of years, you know, there's been more people who are interested in you know, taking control of their health uh, particularly in the areas of, you know, wanting to build up their immune system, right? And really just wanting to be more proactive in making healthier decisions. So from that perspective, you know, what are some things that, you know, people can do, particularly from a dietary standpoint, even from a lifestyle standpoint, to really be more healthier and achieve health and wellness? Well, uh, less is more when it comes to uh, diet. <laughs> less is more. Thinner people live longer. They have healthier, they have less uh, illness, less disease. And of course, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables are, are key. Um, I'm, I, I'm definitely not a vegetarian, but limiting the amount of uh, meat intake is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, a better route for the human body. I personally think that, that every, everyone's different. Some people can be vegetarian and stay healthy, but most of the sickest people I see uh, are vegetarians. And so, and they usually tell me, they usually all tell me the same thing. And that is I'm craving a steak. And I said, well, go have one. <laughs> if you're craving, if your body craves something, I really like the idea of intuitive eating. So down here in Nicaragua, it's hot. It's really hot all the time. So I barely, I, I usually don't eat dinner. I'll have something small for breakfast and a late lunch. Usually it's a salad, plant, usually plant-based, something really light. And then you know, I just kind of eat intuitively. Um, so like if I was in the States and the winter was coming, you kind of, you know, you kind of feed yourself more because you're getting ready for the winter. And that's just a natural function of the body. So I like to encourage intuitive eating uh, as much as possible, avoiding all, all breads and sugars. Of course, you know, any, any refined sugar, I, I'm, I'll have a cookie a year, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's that, it's just that toxic for us. Certainly probably the biggest thing is your mental state keeping your mental health that you know, the body does what the mind tells it to and so keeping our our mental health uh, in in line is probably the best thing we can do for our immune systems and by that i just you know i just mean you know checking yourself constantly being aware of how you know where your thoughts are are going you know if they're, if, they're, if you know if you're yelling in your mind that the dry roof cuts you off well you know, it's only harming you. They don't feel it. <laughs> they're, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. They're on automatic pilot. So uh, I think that your know, mental health is probably the biggest way to stay healthy your entire body. Really, body, mind, spirit. Yeah. Keeping the mind, keeping the mind present, keeping the thoughts in check. You know, removing fears, getting rid of anger. And there's different different methods of of uh, of, of you know, self help that you that people can do on top of all the other work that's out there. So there's, there's a lot of, I mean, we have some of those things on my website, if I remember right. Um, so the, this, this is a, there's, there's a lot of information out there now that, that can help people with, uh, you know, going through the changing seasons and everything. Yeah. And, you know, with the topic of uh, body, mind, spirit, and how they're all connected, right? So you, uh, being the doctor that you are, what role do you play and, you know, maintaining all of those things or, you know, help people with improving those things. I am a remote doctor. So 90% of my practice now is remote. And that's, and that is what I'm teaching is remote healing. And we use how we do it is we use, we use intention. We use, we use applied quantum mechanics. And primarily we use the, uh, the vibration of angels to help change the vibration of uh, vibration of incidents in people's minds. And so if you, um, you, you, you go through a, a heartache, you have your heart broken, 
and you could have had your heart broken 25 years ago and and someone brings up that heartache oh, hey you remember that uh, you know that, that person broke up with you 25 years ago and the person goes, oh god yeah it's like god. they still feel it they still feel it in their body and so if you recall any old incident it can be from yesterday or, or 10 years ago 20 years ago if you recall it clearly in your mind or are pushed on that uh, on that situation that, that that you had experienced if you feel it in the body that's still affecting you and and what we call those are distortions and just about every energetic technique has a, a description of uh, of distortions you know they're different names uh, they all have different names i just call them other distortions they're like a blip in the matrix but they don't leave the mind the subconscious won't just automatically let that go and and there's millions of examples of this oh yeah i remember when when that happened it felt like i got kicked in the gut you know there's all these little sayings that people have oh yeah that just ripped my heart out and and the the, the reality is is those incidents that they had they had experienced create these distortions and they cause dis-ease they can they can cause pain they can cause um you know gastritis different uh, gastric reflux all kinds of different things and heartache it can cause uh, you know all kinds of heart uh, issues um so what we do is we invite the participant to recall some of these things as we hold space for these angels i mean i know it's a little, little odd but here we are that's what i teach and that's what i do uh, we call in we call in the angelic realm to help people uh, heal from these uh, past events and we also use them for uh, current stuff we use them for everything um, but it's a combination of having, uh, having an awareness and knowledge of, uh, of applied quantum mechanics, how intention works, the act of observation. And then we have, I have a very uh, special proprietary thing that I've, that I've invented that helps you instantly have access to this field. Um, so people who have never done any healing at all are able to, are able to do this before I try to do it before noon, the very first day because uh, that's one thing you'll see on my website is a seeing is believing. And when you see it enough and, and it's right in front of you and you can't deny it and you're doing it or you have it done to you, it's pretty, it's pretty shocking. It's, uh, you know, seeing is believing it and it helps that person jump on, get on board and start and, and starts happening right away the first day. It's, it's pretty exciting to have this um, available for people. To kind of uh, go off of what you were saying, you did mention stuff like you know regarding the angelic like the angelic realm and things of that nature right which if someone has knowledge of your industry or they or they have somewhat knowledge going into your industry then it would kind of click for them right but in certain like our understanding of medicine these things are not discussed often so when well, when you come even, up, yeah, even in my field they're not discussed. i mean i'm on the far edge of the field i mean yeah. I, you know it's it's you know i'm out here i'm pretty much alone out here i mean yeah. you know i chiropractors aren't lining up to do my work i mean that you know and, and i and i get it uh, they usually have to see it or experience it in order to even consider it but we have i've had a couple in my classes now and their their testimonials i believe are on the website and i invite i mean i invite anybody and so you don't have to be a doctor to come because we're working with angels they don't care if you if you're a doctor or not mm -hmm. and and so i really narrow down the big the, all the big doctor stuff i just narrow it down real simple i make it really simple you know, here's your nervous system here's all you need to know <laughs> you know and here's your muscular system and where it goes through the brain i mean so i've made it really simple for anyone to be able to say oh you got that going on well let me take a look at let me let me just try this yeah because uh you know now you know if i always get this like well is this real well you know yes it's real and, and because i mean it's 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 now stood the test of time i've been using them for about 15 years i've been teaching it for about one year uh, it took me 10 years to get it into a package where i could teach it but again if it's happening right in front of you and you see it with your own eyes or have it done to you you know what what else is it what else could it be um, so many times I'll work on somebody, they'll be like, hey, I twisted my ankle. You know, a client, a long-term client will send me an email, hey, I twisted my ankle, I can hardly walk. I'll be great, I'm on a beach and I got no phone, I, got, I barely have internet, you know, to, to get an email out and, and 
you know, I'll imagine working on one of their legs. I mean, usually that's what I do. And then I finally will get a hold of them and I'll be like, so that was your right leg, right? And be, oh no, it was my left leg, but it's a hundred percent gone. So angels really don't give a crap. <laughs> They'll just fix it if you know how to send them. So you don't, I mean, it's, it's preferable to know what ankle is, has been injured, but <laughs> you know, it turns out they don't really need to know. They'll just fix it. When you're met with like skepticism or doubt, right? or even someone who's just overall nervous in like your approach, whether that be someone who's a student in your class or it could be a patient that you're dealing with who's dealing with you for the first time, right? What are some things that you would do to kind of like, that, that to kind of like mitigate or ease, ease those things? Well, you know, I was told many years ago by an old doctor, he says, you know, they're coming, they already are skeptical because you're a chiropractor. And so, and, and they're coming to you with a dis-ease and usually they've already been to everybody. You know, by the time they get to me, usually people have already seen everybody and you know, I'm the last, I'm the last in line. So uh, what the doctor told me, he says, look, just crack a joke, get them to smile. I don't care what, how, how you, you've got to be a comedian in this business, because if you can get them to smile, you're, you're going to be able to help them. Now, if they don't smile, don't even waste your time. <laughs> and, that's literally what he said. And he said, don't waste your time. You don't have time. You can't convince. There's nothing to convince. And I'm, and I kind of, I agree with him to a certain degree, but not totally. Um, I, I, I love it. Like I have a, well, let's see, I have a guy right now. He had, uh, he had bilateral sciatic all the way down, down across the top of his feet. He's had uh, two operations on it. It's done nothing. Completely Western medicine guy. But he married one of my clients from 25 years ago, who I haven't seen. I haven't seen or spoken to in 25 years. And and he calls and he's like, "Well, I, you know, I don't believe any of this. Shit. I mean, you're in Nicaragua and I'm here in Arizona. You know, uh, come on, this is ridiculous. I'm doing it because she's forcing me to." I said, "Well, it's your dollar. It's okay. I'm, you know, it's going to be mine soon." Because she told him, "Hey, I don't care. You got to see this guy because I love you. I care about you, and I want to get you. You can't even walk. You can't even play golf. And we've had tremendous success. He he can't believe it. I mean, and usually people like that, the first time I work on them, I'll just I will I will work on them, and I'll just I I always tell them the same thing, and that is, you know, we we're not going to bug you. I don't bug people for more appointments. If you feel better, let us know, you know call or make another appointment because one one is probably not going to fix bilateral sciatic. But we've got all it's all." 90% gone at uh, three, I think three treatments we've had him for. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. That, if, if you've never had, you don't know what sciatic is, it's, it's a living hell. Uh, and especially for his uh, going down, down both buttocks, down behind the knees, on top of the legs, down across the top of his feet. This is a, a golfer who couldn't even, he couldn't even, I mean, he barely, barely got out of bed. You've mentioned this before that you've been able to do this remotely uh, for quite some time. How is it that you're able to, do your practice remotely, but still be able to get tangible results out of it? Well, it takes practice. <laughs> it takes a lot of practice. You know, the, it, it's pretty wild. You know, I, I, when I first uh, got into chiropractic school, which was uh, over 20 years ago now, I did a seminar the very first month and there, it was an old guy. I think he was 94 back then. I don't remember his name. I wish I did. I don't remember the technique. I wish I did. It's so long ago, but I, I got up, uh, I got up at lunchtime or I, it was on break. I got up and I, and I had some questions. I went back to him. Hey doc, uh, I got, you know, I got some questions and he's like, Oh, hold on, hold on. And he sticks his arm out and he kind of looks down. He, he does something like this. He goes, Oh yeah. Well, uh, what was that question? I said, well, what the hell was that? And he said, oh, that was Mabel in uh, Kentucky. She was having heart murmurs this morning. And I just, I told her, don't worry about it. I'll fix it for her, for her, for you. And I said, oh, okay, great. He goes, well, what was your question? I said, oh, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, I figured it out. And I left. I mean, <laughs> I left. I packed my bags up, threw my books in the trash. And I, I left the seminar. I just thought he was absolutely nuts. I didn't want to learn from somebody like that. Well, of course, five years later, I find out that's the heart meridian you know, in, in acupuncture. That's the heart meridian that he was, was, he was adjusting his to help her. So I saw another guy not too, long, not too long after that doing some weird stuff with his hands. And I'm like, okay, you're treating somebody somewhere else, aren't you? And he says, yes, I am. And he says, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> I said, we have to have lunch. I like this guy. He was, he was, he was pretty open. Uh, Dr. Joe was his name. And so we went and had lunch and he, he just said, Hey, this is all about consciousness. 
you know, we, we truly all are one. You need to learn about consciousness. This is how consciousness works. You ever thought of somebody you hadn't seen in a long time and they called you within a few hours? Of course, it's happened to you. Everyone listening, it's happened to. So that's this conscious, that's consciousness. And so we're all tapped into that morphic field of one another uh, of consciousness. So, you know, if, if you if you have the knowledge, which is what I'm teaching, you you can have instantaneous results just like they're standing in front of you. Sometimes it's even better being remote. So I, I, so I go back to my, my practice at the time I was practicing. I was a massage therapist before I started chiropractic college. And I, was, and I was doing some advanced athletic techniques at the time. And this guy comes in who I've been seeing for a while. He was numb from the waist down. We got all that working again. But he, uh, he comes in and he's, he's white as a ghost. And I'm like, hey, hey, what's going on? He says, oh, I just got a call. My mom's in the hospital. They, they, they're thinking they're going to have to do a quadruple bypass surgery, but she's too weak to do it. Her oxygen is down to 20%. Uh, they're looking for a heart to transplant. It, it just doesn't look good. They want me to fly home tomorrow. And I just, I don't, I can't, I can't believe I might lose my mom. And I think she was 50, I think she was about 52 at the time or 53, a very young lady, but she'd been a long-term smoker and uh, a few other underlying uh, concerns. Anyhow, I said, well, you know, there's this little thing that supposedly we can do. And so I had him sit down on the table and I worked on her through him. Uh, it, you know, it, and, and it, it used to be, there's, you know, there's all these things how I, how I used to do things, but you don't have, you don't have to work through somebody else. You, all you need is a name, you know, really, you don't need to have hair or you don't need to do any of the stuff everyone tells you you need to do. It's all about understanding how quantum mechanics work and the act of observation and intention. Once you have that, and of course now we have angels, it's, it becomes very, uh, very, very quick, very easy, and it happens immediately. Anyhow, so I worked on his mom, the very first person I ever did a remote session on. She yanks out all, she wakes up about three o'clock in the morning, yanks out all of her tubes, unhooks her IVs, feisty old, feisty woman. She gets up and walks out of that hospital, got a taxi cab home, got on a plane and flew out to California the next day. So that was a, I mean, that, that was my first remote case. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and so it's just grown from there. You know, it's just every time I, every time someone would come in to see me, I would say, Hey, if you ever get sick, just reach out, call me. So if so in the beginning I would do it, you know, I was, I was working all the time or, uh, you know, I was seeing people live and then they would call me for remote work. And then after a couple of years, I got really, really good at it. Then I just started doing it, you know, not, and she, that the, the, his mother was, uh, She's like a world traveler. So everywhere she went in the world, she would tell people. She would tell people, oh, I met this woman in a bar, and she told me that you fixed her spine. And I, mean, I, I, would get, I was treating people all over the planet. I mean, I still am. You know, it's, 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 not, as, it's, it's not, not, as, not as many countries these days. It's still probably 20 different countries or so all over Europe and, and uh, Far East and, and um, of course, United States, Canada, you know, all over the place. I never know where I'm going to be. <laughs> I have a two-part question. Uh, based on that, uh, based on the information that you just provided, when you use terms such as uh, angels, right? Because again, this is not very, this is not an understood medical term. Do you mean it like in the sense of the Abrahamic religious spiritual sense angels, or is it more like allegorical referencing like something else? No, it's, it's, I, I believe it's God's helpers. You know, I believe that God's helpers, you know, I've heard, I've met a lot of people over, over the years who uh, make claims that they're, you know, using the, you know, working with the archangels and this sort of thing. Um, I, I, I don't work with, there's, there's tons of unnamed angels, uh, you know, no one owns them. No one knows how many there are, um, but everyone and everyone listening to this podcast, including you have had an angelic intervention somewhere at some point in your life, something happened sometime where, they were watching out for you, something, and, and I'm sure you go, yeah, I remember, you know, and, and, you know, we all have had it, but it's so easy for us to be like, oh, that's just, oh, that was coincidence, you know, oh, that was a coincidence, I couldn't have been, I couldn't, you know, but that's just not true, they, you know, I, I do believe that what we're working with are God's helpers, and, um, you know, I, I, I think the archangels are just too damn busy uh, for something to help somebody like me help people. But I think the, I think there's a whole legion of angels just waiting uh, for us to uh, to ask them for help, especially in this in this realm of healing that we're doing. What we use those we use them for everything: physical, uh, mental, mental, physical, spiritual. But the physical uh, angle of of using angels 
and this is what I, what I really get into big time in the class is modulating them and using them vibrationally to match, match uh, organisms that cause disease in the body. You know, science is so far behind, you know, they're so far behind. They, you know, they, they just don't realize how, how, how many of these organisms are, are affecting us. Uh, and, and, and organisms are viruses, bacteria, parasites, nanobacteria, molds, fungus, yeasts, uh, cell wall deficient forms is a huge one. You know, I did two years of microbiology and, you know, grew stuff in plates and, you know, you know, did all the, all, you know, you know, it's just crazy microbiology classes. And I think we spent five minutes on cell wall deficient forms. Well, they're causing all kinds of problems in, in humans, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff, arthritis, uh, blurry vision, floaters, um, everything from, you know, colitis, hell, I mean, you know, we, uh, you, know, I, you know, I get nervous because you can't even, you, you can't even, you can't make any claims, you know, and you can't say, oh, well, this is what's causing that, you know, especially as a chiropractor, they don't like, they don't like us working on infections, period. But this is a reality. This is what's happening to, to so many people that have these chronicities in the body. These are pathogens. We, you and I right now have a ton of pathogens in our bodies. We need them. But if they get out of control, or if they get to, you know, we get a, a one that's more, you know, has more pathogenicity, that's just more path, you know, pathonomic. Um, they'll set up shop, they'll have sex, they'll grow a family, that family will grow a family. Pretty soon there's a whole city of them. And then what they do is called sensum quorum. And that's when we get sick. They say, you know what, we can overwhelm the immune system right now. This person just, just got in a car accident. They were super stressed out. And these, these uh, pathogens have, have consciousness as well. And this is all, you know, slowly, slowly, but surely it is being, all this is being proven. Um, uh, you know, so many things they claim are uh, genetic are, are pathogens that are passed down generationally from mom, mom and dad, both sides, both sides, going back number of generations are being passed on. And, you know, I, I you know, it, it's very clear to me and it's very clinically, I see it all the time. You know, if I have somebody with, uh, oh, depression. Yeah. I had, oh yeah. Day's always dark. Day is always dark. What, what do you mean? The sun's shining. It's a beautiful day. Like, no, ever since I, I don't, I don't, you know, lifelong, you know, lifelong depression. I'm like, well, does your mom or father, your mom or dad have any of that? No, but grandma sure does. And so it'll skip a generation sometimes. And, but it's a pathogen that's making, that's altering, whether it's the, in the, in the gastrointestinal tract, which goes straight to the brain or in the brain itself. And, and I see it clinically. Uh, and, you know, we see it, you know, we see it disappear right in front of us. And so, um, you know, I'm, I can't be making all this stuff up. You know, these, these testimonials are real, <laughs> but, but to give you an, an example, like a, like a better idea of this is like, remember when, remember when you could sneeze on an airplane? <laughs> Remember those good old days when you could sneeze on an airplane and not get thrown off or beaten up by everybody? Um, yeah. <laughs> They'll be writing about that in history books someday. So, uh, but, but, you know, it, what would happen is somebody would sneeze on an airplane and four or five, maybe 10 people would get sick on the plane and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I was on a plane. Somebody sneezed. I, I picked it up. You know, that's, that's what we always say. And that's what we always think, right? Oh, I, I must've picked up a virus when that person sneezed on that plane. Well, what about the other 250 people that didn't get anything? Why, why is that? You know, and here I am, I always ask this, why, why is it like that? Well, those five people who got sick already had a huge burden. They already had a ton of stuff in their body. Then adding that one more virus or whatever it was that the person sneezed out, pushed them over the line and they got sick. That's how it works. So if your burden is, is, if you continually keep your burden low, it's easier to not get sick around people. And so you, we talked about that earlier about the immune system. How do you keep that burden down? Well, avoid sugar, refined sugars is, is food for bacteria and we're loaded with bacteria. So any refined sugar, I just kind of say, nah, it's just a bad one. Just about all breads have molds and funguses and yeast in them and a lot of refined carbohydrates, which also feeds pathogens. So I tend to just not have bread. I don't have sandwiches. I don't eat cookies. I don't do cakes. It, and then I'll, I'll rotate through different antimicrobial herbs, all like noni or neem or shizandra or you know, just different types of uh, herbs throughout the year. So I'll do three months of this, four months of that. 
just to keep that burden, always having some herbs around to keep that burden uh, lower in me than, than most other people, because I'm always taking something to, to address that uh, overall burden that our bodies have. That's a lot of interesting information in there. I guess a lot of it would be considered new because it's not something that we're taught specifically in the West, right? Because our understanding of science and medicine and healing only comes from one source of information, right? So when you hear something that's different outside of that realm, it can kind of like, it's something that you can either, your gut instinct is just to reject it because it's new information. But for me, it's kind of like, I want to really listen to this information and kind of like just absorb it and try to get a better understanding of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, well, and, and it's understandable, you know, I, uh, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy for me. I mean, you know, I'm the one doing it. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. This is, un, uh, this is unbelievable. It's, shock. it's another miracle. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I said that, Oh my God, it's another miracle. Finally, my wife one day said, would you shut up? <laughs> it's happening. Just get in there and just keep doing it. You know? And so it just kept, it kept more and more things would be become revealed to me of how of how we're getting sick and not getting better everybody you know has something wrong right everybody is sick and and when i'm when i'm talking about pathogens and infection your mind automatically goes to oh, well it's got to be swelling it's got to be giant inflammation red streaks up the arm got to take antibiotics for that no that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about our own natural, naturally occurring microorganisms within our bodies getting out of balance and getting too strong and setting up shop when we, uh, you've, well, I'm sure you've had a paper cut, right? Who hasn't had a paper cut? You ever had one of those paper cuts I could sit here and cuss and swear about? <laughs> it won't go away and it hurts for like 10 days. It's a paper cut, right? You've had those. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's a pathogen. You created some inflammation. Pathogens go in there, set up shop. And they don't want it to heal. They don't like it to heal because they're tar- they, they, it, they get food that way. And uh, any inflammation in the body, they love to set up shop to spread to different areas. Try, they're trying to find their way into organs. Some of these try to find their way into our nervous systems. Some, some of them are specific for our eyes. Some are specific for our guts, um, our heart. I mean, each organ has a, a vibration of different emotions. And these pathogens know that. I mean, I know it's a little weird, but they know that and they will try to move there and create confusion. They'll create chemicals that confuse your immune system so that they can do that. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I have, I have trade, I treated a guy one time. He had a virus, uh, he had a virus in his, uh, in his sinuses. We treated him. He's sitting right in front of me. Next thing you know, it's like, what the heck's going on? something's going on in my hand, all the way down my, my, my finger. It's all the way on my hand. Wait a minute. It's leaving. <laughs> it's going, it's leaving. Okay. It's gone. Okay, good. Wait a minute. Now something's in my leg. Holy shit, It's down my big toe. I, I mean, I'm not, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even do it as good as he was doing it. He was freaking out and the immune system chased this virus or whatever the hell it was out of his, out of his sinuses, down his arm, left his arm to his body, down his leg, trapped it down in a toe and killed it down there to toe. Well, the tip of his toe turned into like a bullseye, blood red bullseye. And after about a minute, all the pain was gone. Everything stopped. He wasn't sick anymore. Nothing. I mean, I've seen this probably 10 times in practice in 20 years where once that immune system gets aware, becomes aware of it. And it's, and that's using intention. That's used understanding how the immune system works of, of telling your mind how to become aware of these things and how to ramp its power up to find it and track it down. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to see. But again, getting back to where I started saying is like, you know, our, our ideas of an infection is, oh, it's, you know, giant streaks, it's red, redness, swelling, all these things. Well, that's what I thought too, uh, until I woke up one morning peeing blood. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And, you know, it was caused by, it was all emotion. It was, I went through a breakup where it was just, it was devastating. And it was devastating for both of us. But I ended up with a urinary tract infection. Now, how is that? How does that happen? You know. And so here we go down that road. Uh, you know, the the emotional affect of of disease. And and you know, I, uh, I I to this day I have no idea how it started. But this is how we learn. You know, and this is how we figure these things out. Is having these things happen to us. I can see the credibility in what you're saying because there are times. Like I've never personally been through a divorce or anything, right? And I I haven't been married, but like 
there have been people like from conversation and just like, you know, reading different stories and stuff that they always say a common thing is like after they went through a divorce, particularly with men, is that they start to lose weight. And that's always kind of like a common thing that I've always found. And I always wondered like, okay, like they're losing weight probably because like a lack of appetite because of the fact that maybe they're dealing with like an emotional issue. But I always did kind of found it interesting. But now that you're saying all this stuff, it kind of takes me back to that to think, okay, well, maybe there's something deeper to why they're losing weight. I'm sure maybe you've heard that a lot too in your practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so many things uh, are, are traced back to a, a big emotional events in our lives. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, these distortions are real. I mean, I can, you know, I can, you know, you can demonstrate, I mean, I, that's, I try to demonstrate this in the first hour in class of like, you know, we can, we can just find somebody who, Hey, who has a chronic, a chronic, chronic pain somewhere. Right. And, and, and somebody will say, Oh, I have a, I've had a, had a bad ankle since, uh, you know, since high school. Okay. Well, We'll, we'll literally go back and figure out, you know, if actually had an accident, because sometimes people twist an ankle in high school and it doesn't ever heal correctly because pathogens follow inflammation. They went and set up shop in that ankle and it's still bothering them 20 years later. I know that sounds weird, but I love it when someone says, oh, this is a 25 year old uh, ankle injury. And I, <laughs> it's never been the same. I can't walk on it because I know that we're going to have immediate success. But what I really like doing is tracking down if it's a, if, if what came in, came out of the blue, it's always been that way. And that is 99% of the time, a, an emotional event that is still trapped in the body via these distortions. And uh, these distortions are, you know, again, every, just about every energetic technique uh, in the world has a, a, has a name for them and they define them. But I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to have a bunch of definitions for a bunch of these things. It's, it's a distortion. It's a blip in the matrix. And we know what that is. That's a thing. When the first, that first scene, you know, it's ee, ee, there's that little, ee, uh, that's what it is. It's just a little blip and the angels come in and they just clean that vibration out in just about instantly within a few minutes, you can go back and bring up that incident and what, what it felt like a kick in the gut before they won't feel it anymore. And the pain that they were having and whatever issue was, was going on that you, you trace it back to will be gone completely forever. So when I was uh, looking more into your work and seeing the stuff that you do, one of the things that I came across was that your procedures are non-invasive. So I would imagine that means like they're non-surgical, if I have that correct. And then now like actually having this conversation with you, they're like, you know, you're talking about like the angels and that aspect of it, right? I guess I would say like where you learn to be able to like work with the angels if I'm correct in my assertion that that's what you mean by the um, non-invasive uh, surgeries. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's non-invasive because I'm in Nicaragua. So I can't really. <laughs> There's not too much I can do to you. I can't poke you in the eye yet. You know, it's, you know you're a little too far away. You know, I, what, what happened was, well, it, it's kind of a long story. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bore you to death with the, with the super long story, but it, it goes clear back many years ago to a client that I had who came in and she had a, she had a son who got killed in a car accident the, the morning she was supposed to bring him in to see me. And she comes into my office and she says, she says, well, my son got killed. I, you know, I'm, 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 he's gone. He, he popped into my head this morning, woke me up and said, Hey, sorry, mom. I, I didn't see this ambulance. It ran a red light and, uh, and I'm dead. <laughs> and so, and, and, you know, I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right. So we're going to work on you today. And, you know, and she's like, well, he says you don't believe me. And I said, well, I do believe you. I just never, never met anybody before whose dead son they still talk to. She, she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells me, he tells me that the only way you'll believe me is if I tell you that you have a gun wrapped up in a camouflage jacket underneath a bunch of boxes in your basement. I just about fell down because he picked the one thing that nobody in the, in the world knew about other than me. My girlfriend, who we moved into the house together, about three weeks before this, she was like, okay, that gun's not coming. No guns. You can't do guns. And it's okay. So I hit it. And so he picked that one thing that could prove that she was talking to him. And, and then she, he started telling me about all this, all these angels uh, that were, you know, had been following me around. They helped me get this house I was in, in Los Angeles. There was reasons that they brought me there. There's reasons why, you know, the people who bought the house before me, I was a second, uh, second offer in how, why that fell out. I mean, he got into this stuff. There's just no way anybody could know. There's just no way anyone could know. And I said, okay, all right, you, you got me. So you know, what, what else is going on? And, and, and she says, well, he tells me that there's angels looping around this house and they're waiting on you and that 
they're tired of waiting, that they want you to uh, you know, use them in your work. And so I just thought, well, okay, great, fantastic. You know, it's 20 years ago now. I was, I was like 30, I was 30 something. And I, you know, I kind of forgot about it. I mean, you know, you hear it and they prove it to you, but you still disbelieve it. And just like what you're talking about, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to wrap your mind around. So one day about, oh gosh, about 10 years ago, a, a client comes in and she throws down this book. I don't even remember what the, the name of the book was. And, and it was one of these angel books. And, and she says, just read this, just read this page here. So I read the page and it talks about, talks about, you know, all these uh, unnamed angels that are out there and that, and that we can call on them. And so I, she says, now just try that, you know? And so we tried it with her and we had a miracle right in front of us. Uh, she was having a uh, burning, uh, groin, groin burning her, you know, her privates, uh, both her, both ends of her private areas was burning like some kind of weird disease and uh, it disappeared on the spot in 20 seconds, 30 seconds. And so that's, that's how it started. There's no real great schools for this stuff out there. I mean, there, there are some people teaching some stuff that, that I think is, you know, worth studying and, and is worth looking at, but we're really going after instantaneous. I, I love to see these instantaneous results. I love seeing a, a really wide spectrum of, of dis-ease being able to be addressed by any, anybody, anybody who wants to get into this field can do this. And so uh, I certainly don't want to say, oh, we're, we're doing anything better than anybody else because that's not, that's not the case. But we do go after stuff that I, I don't know anybody else using angels to do what we're doing at this moment in time. We're seeing stuff that's just, you know, we're seeing stuff, you know, depression, lifelong depression. Who, who can fix, who fixes that? You know, other than, you know, a thousand psychotropic drugs, uh, anxiety, it's, it's rampant, it's rampant. And, and everybody who's anxious, who has uncontrollable anxiety, there's no answers for that, this, this kind of thing. Um, we've seen, you know, I mean, arthritis, some neck, back pain, colitis, diverticulitis, uh, all kinds of brain stuff, brain fog, floaters in the eyes, blurry vision, all these things are pathogen in origin. And these angels, they match those frequencies and the stuff just disappears. It's wild. It's, <laughs> definitely sounds like it. That's a great word to use but um when you have your programs where you're teaching others on how to be able to perform these things right usually what would you say is the learning curve for them to actually be able to first understand what it is you're teaching and then you know grasp it and be able to put it into practice about five hours it takes about five hours yeah by four hours four to five hours by noon the first day by by noon the first day <laughs> I want everybody to have experienced it or at least seen it. And um, then, then we just, we mainly what we do is we practice. So the, the, the next two days I get into a lot of the specific things like, you know, there's a lot of, lot of stuff that, you know, people just don't know about, uh, you know, like, like how to help somebody, you know, for example, somebody with, um, with, a, uh, with a knee replacement, a prosthetic knee. You know, there so many of these people are in pain all the time and no one knows why no one can figure it out. So these are, there's a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of, of, of things that I, that I direct people towards these common problems that people have. So, so the learning curve really is, it's, it's so small because again, there's this, this little thing that I do that I figured out through a, a neuronal pool in the brain that really allows this. It allows me to pass this knowledge on really fast. And so once I do that, it's very, you know, I, I kind of make a joke about it. I don't know if, you ever, if you've seen the old Star Treks, but Spock used to do the mind meld. You know, like, nah. It's kind of like the Spock mind meld, but only in a real loving, gentle, kind way. And it's using intention. And it is some, it, it appears to be a code. And it, it, it just brings the, brings the, brings the, 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 the student uh, into this, morphic field that we've created around this technique and they have access to that and as soon as the mind has access to it it's able to to do exactly what we and i give exact instruction on how to say okay here's how you ask them to do this you direct them to do that and you direct them to do this and it's it's really we, we've set up what we call the roadmap it's a, it, so if you have someone in front of you you are looking you are looking at the body you are doing you are doing some hands-on stuff I like to find out, you know, if someone's in front of me, I like to know what organs are, are deficient and we can, I can do that remotely. I teach you how to do that remotely, but if someone's in front of you, it's just, it's easier. And it's, and it's also, um, it's also more, it, it has, it's more powerful for them to see it and feel it. You can't tell what's wrong with your, you can't tell me what, what organ is deficient in you because you have, it's like trying to tickle yourself. 
you're, there's a, 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 a nerve tract that stops you from tickling yourself. So you can't feel if your liver is struggling or your spleen or your, you know, whatever, your adrenals. And so that's kind of nice to know if you have someone in front of you. So I teach that in class. But the, the main thing is, is really by really by one o'clock the first day, you've at least seen it in, in other people. And by the end of the first day, I, everybody, everyone in the class has has done it. And then we start practicing, we practice on each other. I go through so everyone can feel what it feels like, uh, different things that we're doing. We bring in strangers from the street and, and heal them, fix them. Uh, you know, we, we, I like to do things that, that I wish I had seen uh, it's at, at any of the seminars that I went to over the years. I like to do all, I like to, everybody gets worked on, everybody in the class gets worked on. And, um, you know, again, seeing is believing. You start, you see enough of it, you're just like, okay. You know, the first, the first time, it's kind of funny, you know, like this last class, the, the, the first time it was a guy on one end of the room and he had a, you know, 25 year bad ankle from football in high school. And, and then there's a, a woman on the other side of the, of the far, far side of the room that I chose who was a, a housewife, you know, she'd never done any healing at all. And I tell her, okay, we're ready now. Now you're ready. So fix that ankle. Oh, what, what do I do? Just what we just talked about. And she'd just focus and concentrate. There's certain things that you can do to the physical body to have more access to this realm. And so that's all just in my class. You know, I, I teach all that in my class, but you just do these little things and she did it and he stands up and he's, he kind of looks around and, and uh, she says, well, you know, how is it? He says, it, it, it's gone. And everyone said it, to, everyone said together, everyone said the same thing together. They said, really? <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, it's that, that's like you said, when we started out, you know, we're just conditioned to, to not be able to even believe it, but it was gone a hundred percent. I made him walk out and get in front of the class and jump up and down. He's like, I just can't believe, it. I just can't believe. I made him jump around like a, like a kangaroo all around the front of the classroom to make sure everyone saw this. And I'm like, could you have done any, you know, we made sure, you know, you have to make sure people have to know the before and afters. You know, so I probably should have done a range of motion or, but he was like, well, it's always an eight. It's always an eight of 10 pain. Always. It's a hundred percent gone and probably 10 seconds, 15 seconds by, by somebody who had never done any healing work ever. So that's, you know, that's the seeing is believing that's, you start getting on board there. You see that and, and it just continues. It just gets better and better. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's good that you're uh, mentioning that the seeing is believing because I think if it was we are very much conditioned, like I was saying earlier, to actually have to see the results, to know that something works or to know that something is good, right? I think it's good that you're having, you know, these events and you're actually allowing them to also practice some of the methods that you're discussing. You're putting it to test, basically. You're putting the method to the test, right? Which is essentially the basis of science. You have your hypothesis and now you have to prove it to be true, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what I love about it is it's right now. I mean, you know, we, you know, we will ask people the next day, Hey, how is that feeling? You know, has any of that depression come back? You know, we'll ask people like after, but usually it's right now. So it's not like most doctors, even myself, you know, used to come and see me, I would treat you. Okay. Let's give it a couple of days. Let's see what happens over the next five days. You know, let's give it a week, you know, see, I'll, I'll check in. We'll see if it's, you know, still around. This is now, right? Instant. I mean, it's, it's instantaneous. And if, and if it doesn't work, you're, you're doing something wrong or you missed it or something, something needs to change in the approach. The biggest thing that, that gives me the most gratitude is, 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 is seeing it right seeing it right away. It's, it's fascinating. So I had a chance um, to go on your site. So I did see that you have some um, programs and events that are coming up. So uh, since we're on that topic, if you want to discuss those a little bit and share what, well, what, the, there, we, we have a couple of programs that we, that, that are groups. So they're groups that we do. <clears throat> the biggest thing right now is this class coming up in March. Um, I've, I've, I've had two of these classes already. And so now this is gonna be the third one. So we're calling it TNT three and, uh, it's just been refined. I've, I have it so well refined. I'm really excited to, uh, to teach again. And especially with all the, you know, you kind of see, you know, it's anytime you do something new, you see all the little things that you wish you had done differently or changed a little bit. So I feel like we really have it molded exactly how I want to present it. So I'm really excited about it. It's, it's on the website. Um, I think it's the 24th, 25th, 26th of March, somewhere out there. We're doing some question uh, Q and A's uh, over the next couple of weeks. If anyone wants to uh, 
find out more about it and ask questions or that sort of thing. I always do some, I always do a blast or two at these things just because I like to, I like people to feel it. I like the people to see it. And um, so that's, everything's on the website. The programs are like group healing. So I'll, I'll get 20 people on there with arthritis and we'll treat them all at once. And so that's, that's what that's about. It's, it's an opportunity for people to see me um, without uh, seeing me one-on-one. -on -one. It's really hard to see me one-on-one -on -one these days. I'm just, I'm just that busy. I've just, you know, you, we, you asked how, how things have been the last couple of years and it's just been even more busy than I have ever been. And so it's harder to see people one-on-one. -on -one. <clears throat> and I, you know, the goal for me now is to teach as many people as I can how to do this to help more people. You're so limited doing one-on-one -on -one treatments. You know, you can, you can see 20 people a day, but if I teach 200 people how to do this and they're all seeing 10 people a day, now we're talking about really making some change in the world. And really this is, you know, this technique should be, should be called, you know, should be called uh, love 101 because that's, that's what really what we're teaching is, is this vibration of love using angels. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's really kind of what we're doing. I'm kind of changing a little bit. I'm just being, it's, it's so loving and kind when, when you're, when you're introduced to them and you see it, you start believing it, they get behind you and they follow you and they help you. And they, they do that anyhow, you know, but they really do it once you take this class. It's, it's been quite amazing. Uh, and, and, and all that stuff is on the website. It's a human and, and as you say, you know, you can see all these things. There's a lot of testimonials out there. At this part of the podcast, I have a little, segment that i call open floor so it's just uninterrupted time for the guests to just kind of discuss or share whatever it is that they want to communicate to the audience what do i want to communicate uh well uh <laughs> have uh, have fun in everything you do make every single thing you do fun even if it's not fun find some joy in in whatever you're doing because that vibration is contagious and and that goes out into the field of everyone and pretty soon you know that's that's you it just raises your own vibration having fun and and having joy of course love is the most important thing in the world and in life and joy is uh, joy is number 2 it's right behind it with, with enough joy and fun we raise the vibration of love in everyone so keep doing it yeah, those are some uh, powerful words there. I definitely agree with that. I think loving yourself, loving others, uh, treating everyone with respect as well, you know, treating others how you want to be treated. You know, I think that's a very important way to approach life. Like it's very elementary in how it sounds, but it's actually so critical that sometimes humans we forget, right? You don't even know the impact that it would have on the person you're doing it to. It matters. It, it really matters. You know, if, if you have a chance to do something good for somebody, do it. You know? <laughs> you know, that's one thing down here. You know, that's one thing I love about the Nicaraguan people is, you know, you break down, you get stuck in a bee, something happens, five cars stop before you can even get out of your car. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, they're, they're really connected like that still. And it's, it's really um, beautiful to see. I think that's a, that's a perfect note to end off on. Dr. T, uh, thank you for your time and thank you for being part of the podcast. Great conversation. Keep love your questions. I love your questions. I love your line of questioning, how you, how you do it. it, was, it I think it was great. I love it. it was, yeah, thank, thank you, you so I, much for having me on. Yeah, yeah, no problem. yeah I think it's great uh, perspective for people, whether or not they agree, you know, that's beside the point, but it's just great perspective for them to at least hear and just open their mind up to a whole new world of something that they probably never even thought there could be a whole new world to. So that's absolutely. So it's great that you're able to come on and do that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. You as well. Thank you for listening to the wire to wire podcast. Be sure to share and subscribe. You can also check out all of my books, including my latest one quarantine thoughts available at all major retailers. You can also follow me on Instagram at Yusuf underscore A official. Until next time.